0: You are listening to the Road to Madness podcast. It's always March. Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Dong. I'm Magaglio. 43 days until March Madness begins. Yeah, uh, it's going by real quickly. Terrific Slater games this past couple days. And yeah, uh, can't wait to go over what's in store for, for the next couple of days.
1: Yeah, same here. Uh, like you said, very good past two days. Um, Today, it's looking all right. I mean, we don't have any breaking news for today's episode, which is very unfortunate. Uh, We're on a pretty good streak as of late with breaking news, but uh, today, I guess there's nothing here. So, uh, yeah, I mean, without further ado, uh, let's just actually get into what happened these past two days. So, uh, first and foremost, obviously, the top 25 has got it done this uh, past two days. Number two, Baylor. Man, they continue to roll as they beat my uh, team, number six, Texas. Very good game, though, don't get me wrong. Uh, it's back and forth for the most part. A game of runs, definitely. But Baylor just had a couple more runs in their tank. And, man, this team can flat out shoot the three ball very efficiently. Uh, f- before coming into the game, they were th- 43% from three. The whole team was. And that's best in D1 so far uh, this year. I don't know how, what they shot against Texas, but it seemed like they made every single three they took. This is maybe a potential Big 12 championship game uh, right here. Baylor remains undefeated at 17-0. and 0. Number eight, Iowa. They actually – had a fight. Michigan State actually had a fight, and but Iowa did outlast them as of late. Michigan State now two and seven in Big Ten play currently. That is second to last in the Big Ten. Something you did not expect to see coming into the season. And uh, shout out Luca Garza, man. He just surpassed two thousand points on his career. Pretty good stuff there. It's a very high achievement for him. So congratulations to the Garzilla. Number twelve, Illinois. They survive in overtime against Indiana. A very good game. Ayo Dosuma didn't have the greatest of games. He fouled out uh, late in the second half, and a couple other guys did as well. But uh, all in all, Trent Frazier stepped up big in overtime, and, uh, yeah, Illinois got this two-point, three-point win uh, over Indiana. Very good game, though. Don't get me wrong. Number 13, Texas Tech, they beat number nine, Oklahoma, in a very good Big 12 game once again. The Big 12, man, it's legit. Uh, Two, obviously, top uh, 25 matchups here. We just mentioned one with Baylor and Texas, and Texas Tech beating Oklahoma in a very good game. It's going to be a very good matchup. When the Big 12 Championship and tournament rolls around, Kevin McKellar stepped up big for Texas Tech and this win right here. Number 17, West Virginia, another Big 12 team. Uh, they get it done with a good close win over Iowa State. Iowa State, man, they kept it very close. So kudos to them. Obviously, they got destroyed by Mississippi State this weekend, but uh, they stepped up big. Yeah, even losing, uh, I don't think I don't think the same guys played uh, in today's game than they did this weekend. So uh, Rasir Bolton doing some very good things, but he can only do so much for Iowa State. Number 19, Wisconsin, finally gets their revenge over Penn State. Must need a win for Wisconsin here to stay afloat uh, near the top half of the uh, Big Ten. So good win here for Wisconsin. And uh, number 23, Kansas. They easily take care of Kansas State in the in-state battle. Dave McCormack, the X-Factor for Kansas. Very good game for him. And finally, number 25, Drake. They destroy Illinois State in their first game in the AP poll. Drake's staying alive, man. 17-0. Good stuff from Drake. What are your thoughts on the top 25 teams that got it done these past two days?
0: Yeah, really, really no surprises here, I would say. Obviously, Michigan State kept it a lot closer than I expected. They were I thought they had a chance to win at the end, unfortunately. Didn't I was really rooting for them. But yeah, that's about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, not too much going on, but um, maybe the curse is uplifted for Michigan State. I mean, they scored they scored more points than they did um in the game against Maryland and one half against Iowa. So uh obviously they're doing something right in this game against Iowa, but uh hopefully they can turn it around. And hopefully the curse is uplifted. But uh, for now, we're keeping the posters down. Unfortunately, that's just how it's going to be. And uh, with the wins come the upsets, obviously. Only two upsets, but these were, so one of them was pretty major, if you ask me. Uh, man, your team number 11, Tennessee, can't get it done. They drop a tough game to Ole Miss. And uh, obviously, they beat Kansas this weekend, a Very coming off a very good high game, but obviously a pretty low one losing to Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss's first ranked win in two years now. Uh, so yeah Tennessee pretty much missed some free throws down the stretch so uh, that was why they lost that game and uh, they were up by 11 at one point Uh, late 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 late-ish in the second half and uh, Ole Miss huge comeback so shout out to them for getting this upset and number 24 Purdue Uh, they dropped to Maryland in their first game in the poll this year late and one from Eric Ayala he pretty much clutched the game for Maryland and Purdue had a chance but a couple double dribble on Trivion Williams very unfortunate stuff there. It was the best they could do from that position. So, uh, Maryland, obviously, the best, what, 10-8 and eight now team. Are they the 10-8 and eight now? I don't even know what the record is. But they're they're the best team for the record in all of college basketball. And they're probably uh, – this win here definitely gives them a better chance to make it to the tournament even. So, uh, good stuff for Maryland as they keep their tournament chances alive. Uh, what are your thoughts on these two games here for the upsets?
0: Yeah, obviously, you know I was watching the Tennessee game. Ole Miss just played a heck of a game. Coach Kermit Davis played that. Uh, to perfection obviously the one 3 zone gave Tennessee a real tough time especially during during crunch time I think it was like a minute left they went to that one-three-one, 3 one and Tennessee just gave them the ball easily up and that was, that was practically the game right there and for the Purdue game and Maryland game Aaron Wiggins is a bad man obviously big 10 player of the year
1: it's, it's, it's coming <laughs> yeah definitely and uh Keep in mind, there were some mean posters in a lot of these games, actually. The Ole Miss one, Tennessee one, I don't remember who was on Ole Miss, but he had a mean poster on, uh, I, th- I believe it was Fulkerson. Is that right? And he dunked on, but I don't remember who it actually was. And uh, Greg Brown, he had a pretty good dunk as well. Sure, he did get a technical after that for staring the guy down, which was a rookie mistake, I guess, if you, if you call it that. But regardless, some pretty mean posters these past few days and uh, getting on the highlight reel especially for this year. Mm-hmm. definitely oh, just
0: terrific done so far though the season I'm looking forward to a lot more
1: definitely and speaking of dunks and good performances we got the best performances of the past two days three guys in mind definitely shined and our first guy Tramel Murphy from Drake I mean he had to step up I mean it's Drake's first time being ranked they gotta make some noise and they definitely did 30 points and eight rebounds for Murphy and a debut top 25 win over Illinois State next up Tristan Jarrett Jackson State He's actually my uh, SWAC player of the year, I believe, if I do recall. And uh, he put up 31 points and 13 rebounds. And Jackson State's actually 4-0 now in SWAC conference play with a good win over Arkansas Pine Bluff. And finally, a casual on this uh, podcast, Danny Pippen from Kent State. Uh, A a casual walking 30 points per game. No, he only has 21, but still. It feels like he has 30 points a game average this year. He puts up 30 and 5 rebounds in the win over Miami, Ohio. Any thoughts on these three guys right here? Yeah, Murphy's stepping up big time for Drake with the departure of Liam Robbins. Jared, he's a
0: terrific player, obviously. He did have him for your play of the year. And like you said, Danny Pippen, he's been a casual on this podcast. And if Akron won their game, well, you would have seen Lauren Christian Jackson here as well because he had 32.
1: Yeah, he, he's, he's also a casual on this podcast as well. But uh, we're starting to get away towards best performances because obviously you got to have a good performance and you also got to win the game. You can't, you can't be like a star on a very bad team. I mean, yeah, you definitely can, but uh, you, might, you might not get recognized for it. I mean, we definitely give some guys the benefit of the doubt, like the uh, D2 guy we had on here one time. But uh, we're starting to lean towards more. You have to have a good performance, and you got to win the game. So uh, we'll definitely keep in mind uh, if you put up a triple-double and you lose or something crazy like that, a 40-point game, we're definitely going to put you on the best performances list. But uh, – we're, we're getting very picky with our best performance list now. So uh, these of you guys made the cut for today. Mm-hmm,
0: definitely. Uh, yeah,
1: next upcoming slate, I'd say one
0: of the more underrated slates of, of college basketball today. I can feel a lot of good games coming, starting things off with number five, Houston versus East Carolina. Who do you have winning this American matchup?
1: Yeah, I mean, it should be a pretty good game. Uh, Houston's been rolling. East Carolina's been a little bit shaky as of late. Uh, I'm going to go with the hot hand, and I'm going Houston. They've been shining, and uh, my boy Justin Gorham continues to impress me. So uh, give me Houston winning this game here.
0: Yeah, they may, they may win out for the rest of the regular season. I got
1: Houston here. Definitely. And moving now to an SEC game as uh, newly ranked number 22, Florida. It's their first chance in the top 25 as they take on South Carolina. What do you got winning this SEC matchup right here?
0: Yeah, I got Florida here. They're, they're the hot hand right now as well.
1: Yeah, 100% agree with you. Uh, I don't know anyone on South Carolina that's stopping Collin Castleton. Give me Florida. I don't think it will be a contest, but we'll see what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. And next should be a great game coming up. LSU versus number 10, Alabama. Last time these two guys faced, Alabama had an absolute field day. I'm expecting another high-scoring game. Who do you have in this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm repping the LSU merch. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm not going to be picking them, but I I do expect a very good game, so I had to show LSU some love. I think it will be a very high-scoring game, like you said. I remember the last game very vividly, and I believe it was around the 90s for both teams, I think, or something crazy like that. But regardless, going Alabama, uh, both these teams coming off losses this weekend, and they probably, let's be honest, they probably could have won both those games. Alabama could have be could've beat Oklahoma. LSU definitely had the game in the bag against Texas Tech, but they just blew it, I guess, so uh, both these teams looking for a bounce back win. I'm getting to Alabama, though.
0: Yeah, definitely agree with you. LSU should have won that game. Alabama had their chance to win that game. So obviously two winnable games. Both teams are coming out of a loss. I got Alabama winning this one. Obviously, I think their offense will get back to, to full
1: strength. Definitely. And moving now toward the ACC, number 16, Virginia Tech, looking red hot right now, taking on Pitt, who's uh, slowed down a little bit, but they're still pretty good record-wise. Who do you have one in this ACC matchup right here? Yeah, I got Virginia Tech here, and they're looking like a lock for the tournament. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Uh, Pitt could definitely steal the game, though, don't get me wrong, but I think Virginia Tech is definitely the more talented team, so I'm giving them the nod in this game right here.
0: Mm -hmm. next Kentucky versus number 18 Missouri this game was was scheduled for yesterday so of course we covered it in our Monday episode but it's since been rescheduled to today who do you have in this one
1: yes uh,
0: what'd you say have you changed your mind from last episode
1: um I did not I, I do apologize to you I did not realize this game got changed so I was looking at the slate and I'm like um this game's not being played today I said this yesterday but it's being played tomorrow which is today and you told me that it got changed. So my apologies to you. Yeah, my, my vote is not changing. I'm, I'm keeping with Missouri winning this game. Yeah, I'm keeping Kentucky winning this game. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with that game later. Next game up coming from the A-10. And uh, St. Louis, they take on LaSalle in this game. Uh, the A-10 keeps uh uh it keeps uh, pretty much eating itself in terms of uh, bid plays. Will St. Louis get a bid here, or will LaSalle try and steal another game from a pretty good team? Um,
0: I got St. Louis win this game, but if LaSalle wins this game, I feel like the A-10 is going to be a one bid.
1: Yeah, 100% agree with you. I'm going St. Louis. Uh, I haven't seen them play in a couple days now, it feels like, but uh, was their last game against Dayton? Was that the last yeah, time that they was, played? That, was a long, that felt like a long time ago. Yeah, it does, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was the last game, I guess, so uh, they definitely need to bounce back. I'm giving St. Louis the win here, but you never know, LaSalle, definitely a dark horse in the A-10. Next to
0: a big East matchup, Seton Hall, they take on Providence. Both teams look to make the tournament. Who do you have winning this one?
1: Yeah, should be a very good game. Uh, both these teams coming off losses. Seton Hall is sort of expected. Providence is not really expected as they lost to Georgetown. I'm going Providence though, bouncing back. Uh, sure, uh, Garden Mamu is going to be a problem, definitely, but uh, I think Providence has the better backcourt, in my opinion, personally. And uh, Nate Watson can definitely keep up with Mamu. But regardless, it should be a very high-scoring game and a very good game to watch. Still going with Providence, though, winning this game. Mm-hmm. I got Cino winning this game. Like, I think
0: Providence has the more consistent backcourt. But if, if Roden and Miles Kale, if they're both hitting shots, then I think Cino is unstoppable.
1: Yeah, definitely could see that happening as well. As we now move to the A-10 once again, VCU takes on URI. VCU's chances, like you said, looking a little slim to none. URIs, I could say the same about them. Who do you have getting a must-needed win to make it to the tournament, maybe?
0: Yeah, I got VCU getting revenge on URI. If there's any team that's, that has in the A-10 that has a chance of an at-large bid now, it's going to be VCU.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And VCU needs to get wins like these under their belt. I think today will be the day where they get the revenge. Like you said, going with VCU, getting this win right here.
0: Mm-hmm. Next, our beloved SOCON Conference, Mercer, they take on East Tennessee State. Who do you have taking the conference win?
1: Yeah, I mean, East Tennessee State definitely has a hot hand, in my opinion. So I got to keep rolling with them. Very surprised how they're doing so well thus far. So I'm going with East Tennessee State, who is, like I said, very shockingly so far. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I got East Tennessee State here. And some more SOCON action. We got uh, one of the top favorites, UNC Greensboro. Take it on the Citadel. Um, My dark horse versus my favorite are to win the conference. Who do you have to win this game?
0: Mm -hmm. I got UNC Greensboro here last time these two teams faced. They could not guard Isaiah Miller, and I totally regret not putting it for my player of the year vote now.
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't know what you were thinking there, but uh, it is what it is. I made some pretty bold decisions myself. I'm uh, going with UNC Greensboro, though, getting this win. Uh, the Citadel, they've definitely lost a lot of their steam coming into SOCON play. Uh, they lost to Western Carolina their last game out, so I think UNC Greensboro is definitely the more talented team. So I think they'll get it done, but you never know. The Citadel, definitely a dark horse to watch out for.
0: Mm-hmm. Next, Tulane versus Wichita State. Tulane coming off a very surprising win over Temple, in my opinion. And Wichita State, they're rolling right now. Who do you have in this one?
1: Yeah, I was very surprised as well. Uh, Tem- Tulane beat Temple. I thought Temple was going to win this game pretty convincingly, considering they beat some good teams uh, before they played Tulane on Sunday. I'm going with Wichita State st- still winning this game. Uh, they've been very dominant, and they're top or near the top of the American behind Houston, obviously. So I'm going with Wichita State. Uh, they need to get this win if they want to have a chance to get a bid because I think the American definitely has a higher chance of getting more than one bid uh, than the A-10.
0: Yeah, definitely agree with you. I got Wichita State here. Obviously, they need this win to stay, to keep their tournament hopes alive.
1: Yeah, speaking of teams that need to keep their ter- tournament hopes alive, uh, this Memphis team definitely has a chance as well, coming off a very good win against UCF, who they're playing once again. And uh, I believe it was 96-69 to Memphis won the first game. Or uh, Who do you have won in the second of the two?
0: I got Memphis winning again. UCF has not looked good after the non-conference play. So yeah, I got I got Memphis here.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. Uh UCF obviously, if they had a lot of their guys who I mean some guys opted out, keep in mind. So I think if they had their guys that stayed, they could have been a pretty solid team, but uh that's just not really working right now for UCF. And Memphis, they've seen the founder momentum as of late. So I'm going with Memphis getting this win. Mm-hmm. Next possibly the game of the night
0: number three villanova versus st john's both teams red hot right now who do you have keeping their momentum up
1: yeah potential game of the night uh personally for the twitter uh, i picked lsu alabama but this is definitely a possibility as well picking villanova though getting this one done uh i honestly think st john's has a chance to maybe pull off an upset i know you think heavily of this as well so uh, i'm going villanova they're definitely I have the hot hand, and they're definitely rolling. Uh, Obviously, have not changed from the number three position pretty much all year as of now. So I'm going Villanova getting this one done. Uh, I think it could be close, but I don't think it will be.
0: Mm -hmm. I think St. John's will pull off the upset here. Obviously, I've been saying it for a long time. They're red hot. They're honorable mention for the team of the week. And if they do win this game, tournament chances are looking real interesting for this program.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're on a four-game win streak as of right now. So, I got to watch out for St. John's. Uh, Definitely have a lot of momentum coming into this game. And who knows, their zone and their press could definitely haunt uh, Villanova uh, come tonight. So, it's a very good game to watch out for. Uh, We now move to the ACC once again. Number 14, Virginia, obviously coming off their loss to uh, Virginia Tech. Takes on NC State, a very dramatic loss to Syracuse despite being up by a lot. Uh, Who do you have winning this ACC matchup right here? Yeah, I got Virginia win this one.
0: NC State had a, should, have, should have won that game. But, yeah, I think they're, 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 low, they're low right now. They have, they have their heads down right now. I got Virginia.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially without Devon Daniels scoring the ball for NC State, uh, a lot of guys have to step up. And, sure, they did in the Syracuse game, although they did lose. Uh, Virginia needs to bounce back, so I think they'll get this one done. But you never know, NC State, if they were full strength, I might have picked them to upset Virginia.
0: Mm -hmm. next Georgetown versus my national champs, number 14 Creighton who do you have in this
1: one yeah I mean Georgetown coming off some pretty good momentum and same with Creighton as well first half I think it will be a very close one but I think Creighton will eventually uh, open the door and get this one done but uh, first half I might have to pick Georgetown but for the full game definitely picking Creighton
0: Mm-hmm. Seems like all the teams I like, they like to keep all the games close. Just like Tennessee, they keep every game close, except except that Kansas game. Creighton too, they they've kept it close for a long time. I think I'm. I think it's gonna be a close game. I got Creighton
1: here. Yeah, I think it will be a close game as well. And uh, you need to send a quick text uh, during the game and say that they're not your national champs anymore, so uh, they can get some fire under them and win this game convincingly. Mm-hmm. But uh, next game up comes with the American once again. Uh, A pretty top-heavy matchup as SMU takes on Tulsa. Very big second-place implications for this game. Uh, Who do you have winning this one right here?
0: I got SMU here as
1: much as I love Tulsa.
0: SMU is just a lot more talented, they're deeper, and they have more scoring
1: options. Yeah, I mean, I believe these two teams do play twice. Uh, I don't know if they've already played before or not, but uh, I'm going with Tulsa winning this game right here. Uh, I think it should be a very close game and a very high-scoring game. I really like both these teams. I like E, obviously from SMU, one of my favorite players uh, so far this year. But uh, I'm going to have to give the nod to Tulsa in this one. I think it will be a very close game, but I think Tulsa needs to get a couple more wins under their belt. It seems like they've been on a losing streak uh, for a couple of games now, but I think they will bounce back with this one against SMU.
0: Mm-hmm. And speaking of Yorani, the school he transferred out from Oklahoma State, they take on TCU. Both these teams met very early in the season. TCU won that game by two. Who do you have taking the second matchup?
1: Yeah, I mean Oklahoma State seems to be doing very well without your knee. so uh, they've been rolling. So uh, I'm giving Oklahoma State the win here. K Cunningham obviously a big impact for why they're doing so well. And uh, if E stayed and a couple other guys stayed, who knows what this team could be? I think this team could maybe be in a top 25 right now if they had all the guys coming back from last year. Obviously, that's not the case because a lot of guys did transfer out. But uh, yeah, give me Oklahoma State winning this game. TCU, though, very competitive, as seen by the game against Missouri this weekend. So I'm going Oklahoma State, but it could be a very close game.
0: Yeah, I got Oklahoma State taking the revenge game as well. Obviously, I think it'll be a
1: close one, but Oklahoma State will ultimately take it. Yeah, and moving on to uh, Thursday's slate now. Some pretty good games in here, and the first one, definitely the game of the day for Thursday. Number seven, Ohio State versus number eight, Iowa. Top ten matchup both in the Big Ten uh, casually. Uh, Who do you have winning this pretty big Big Ten matchup right here?
0: Yeah, pretty big one. I feel like the winner of this game stays in the top 10. The loser will will bounce out of the top 10. I got Iowa winning this game. It's going to be a very good one.
1: Yeah, I got Iowa winning this game as well. Personally, I know we both did not address this in the top 25, and we kind of overlooked it. I don't think Ohio State should be number seven, personally. I think they're uh, just outside of the top 10, in my opinion, maybe number 11, uh, personally speaking. But uh, regardless, uh, they're a very good team, though. Don't get me wrong. EJ, when A.J. EJ Little plays, this team's very good. When he doesn't, this team's not the greatest. But uh, he should be playing this game. But I don't know anyone that will be able to guard Garzilla. So I'm going to Iowa winning this game. But like you said, it should be a very close one to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. And another packed first. Is this the first Pac-12 game? Yeah, this is the yeah, first Pac-12 game. Arizona versus Utah,
1: very early game on Thursday. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, give me Arizona winning this game. Utah has been very inconsistent as of late. Arizona seems like they've been pretty consistent, although they drop a game last week. But I'm still going Arizona. Uh, Obviously, don't see, usually, you shouldn't be seeing this team in March. But uh, if they could, they probably. If they if they were eligible to, they probably would have had a chance to make it to March in my opinion. But uh, obviously that's not the case this year. So still give me Arizona. But uh would just be a what if if they could make it to March. Yeah, definitely agree with you. I got Arizona here. And, yeah. Yeah, next matchup up. Coming back to the American, Cincy, who hopefully looking to turn their season around. I haven't seen much of them as of late. But uh, they're taking on Temple, obviously coming off that devastating loss to uh, Tulane this weekend. Who do you have win in a uh, pretty low-tier American game, I'd say?
0: Yeah, the reason why you haven't seen Cincy in a long time, they haven't played in three and a half weeks due to the COVID-19 uh, protocols. Nonetheless, I got Cincy bouncing back uh, in their season restart.
1: Yeah, I mean, I did not know that. But uh, now that I do, I'm actually going to change my vote. Uh, give me Temple winning this game. Cincy obviously coming off quarantine. And, you know, teams usually coming off quarantine don't start off the greatest. Sure, the second half's a different story, but uh, that first half, I think deficit will be a little too much. So uh, I've got Temple bouncing back, and they definitely need to. Uh, I think this team's uh, definitely, I would say, overachieving our expectations. I believe we both had them last in the American this year. So uh, they're doing some pretty good stuff. But still, I'm um, picking Temple, uh, actually getting this win here.
0: Mm-hmm. Next, some Ohio Valley Conference play coming
1: up now. Murray State, they take on Moorhead State. Who do you have winning this one? Yeah, I mean, it should be a pretty good matchup. Uh, Morehead State, man, they're surprising, uh, everybody. I believe they're second right now in the Ohio Valley Conference, or they're in the top three at least. And uh, Murray State, we thought this team would be second or third right now, but they're looking in the middle of the pack as of late. So, uh, yeah, give me Morehead State. They've been rolling, so uh, got to pick the hot hand. Definitely could see Murray State pulling off an upset here, quote-unquote. I think they're the better team, but I'm going Morehead State getting this one here.
0: Yeah, Moorhead State's looking good. They're number three in the Ohio Valley Conference right now. You can't sleep on Murray State. They can turn up anytime.
1: Yeah, and uh, I believe the number two team is right here now, and Eastern Kentucky is actually the number two team in the Ohio Valley Conference. They take on Austin Peay, who we thought was going to be probably the winners of this conference as of late, but they're not looking looking too hot as of right now. But uh, don't get me wrong, this team definitely has a ton of firepower. But you have one in this pretty good Ohio Valley Conference matchup right here. Yeah, Eastern
0: Eastern Kentucky's coming off an electric win yesterday. I was actually watching that game. That was a close one. Uh, some Eastern Kentucky guy banked it in from the logo and then went into OT where Eastern Kentucky won. I think they're going to ride that momentum and beat Austin Pay.
1: Yeah, I mean, this should be a very good game. Uh, I'm actually going to pick the upset here Austin Pay. I think that we'll get it done. Terry Taylor is too good to uh, close out his career not making the tournament. I think he's definitely going to try very hard uh, to make it and get that bid for the Ohio Valley Conference. Definitely don't know if that will be the case, but Terry Taylor is a very talented guy. Seen him on a couple watch lists already for his position, and uh, he's just so talented. So give me Austin Pay point off this upset, but don't get me wrong. Eastern Kentucky is a very good team.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's a, here's an interesting question that just popped up. Would the Ohio Valley Conference be a two-bid team in a conference?
1: Yeah, very interesting. I honestly think it could be, but the only reason, the only way I'd see it happening is if Belmont did not win the Ohio Valley Conference tournament. I think Belmont on their own could get an auto bid, but who that second team might be, they'd have to win the Ohio Valley Conference tournament. In my opinion, uh, it could be a plethora of teams. I think, I think it could be Moorhead State, Eastern Kentucky. I think a dark horse like even Murray State and Austin Peay could step up and maybe steal the Ohio Valley, Ohio Valley Conference tournament. But uh, I could see it being a two bid, but it all depends. Like I said on Belmont, uh, winning the Ohio Valley Conference Tournament or not? Yeah,
0: definitely. The reason I asked that is because East Kentucky is 14-2 in their season. Their two losses, I believe, are two high major programs. So they're winning the games they're supposed to win, and obviously they're losing to the heavy guys. So now it's just a question that popped up. And next game, Belmont versus Eastern Illinois. Obviously, Belmont, the top dog right now. Who do you have in this one?
1: Yeah, speaking of the devil, uh, I'm going with Belmont still winning this game. They've been very impressive as of late, and they've been rolling. So uh, give me Belmont. Don't think it will be a contest, but we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, 100% agree with you. I'm picking Belmont here. I think they're going to be 19 one after this.
1: And uh, speaking of 19 and one, we have a undefeated team right here. Not 19 and one, but 17 and zero, I believe, as Gonzaga number one takes on Loyola Marymount. Uh, obviously, a West Coast Conference game. Should be one-sided, but, I mean, do you have any possibility that LMU steals one right here? No. Yes, the one a man with many words. Uh, Yeah, no is definitely the answer for me as well. Give me Gonzaga. Uh, Loyal Marymount still. Eli Scott, very talented player, but uh, he's just not enough to match up against Gar- Gonzaga's, I was going to say Garzilla for a second, Gonzaga's uh plethora of scores and guards and pretty much everything. They got pretty much the whole package there. So, give me Gonzaga win this game, not doing a point count, but it might be it might get ugly in this one.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely. And more West Coast games continue. Washington, they take on Oregon State. Who do you have in this Pac-12 matchup?
1: Yeah, coming from the Pac-12, should be a very good one. Washington, you know, they've been a little bit hot as of late. Oregon State, I could say they've been a little cold as well, but uh, Oregon State, definitely the better team in my opinion. Still overachieving their expectations given. So, I'm going to Oregon State winning this game, but uh, you never know. Washington could definitely steal one here, if, if if according to me, I think.
0: Yeah, I definitely could see Washington Washington stealing this game. I'm picking Oregon State here, but I'm not very confident in that pick.
1: Yeah, I'm not either, but uh, this one I should be pretty confident with. Another Pac-12 game as uh, Stanford takes on Cal. Stanford coming off a pretty tough loss yesterday to USC. A very close game, though, a very fun one to watch. And uh, Cal, they've been they've been up and down. They've had a couple of very good wins, but a couple of very close losses. Who do you have one this Pac-12 matchup right here?
0: Yeah, I got Stanford here. I don't know if they have uh, everyone back yet, but nonetheless, I'm still going to pick them, whether or not they have everyone back.
1: Yeah, same here. I definitely think Cal could steal a game, but I'm pretty confident Stanford is a very talented team and they can get the job done. Uh, Give me Stanford. They've been doing pretty well. But, uh, I mean, USC and UCLA look to be running away with the Pac-12 right now. Uh, I believe they play this weekend, not to spoil anything, but that should be a pretty good game. But, yeah, give me Stanford winning this game. I don't think it will be a close one, but we'll see what happens.
0: Mm -hmm. And back to the the Big Ten play we go. Minnesota and Rutgers, they face off in the middle of a Pac matchup. Could be top 25 and seeding and everything implications for the tournament. Uh, Who do you have taking this one?
1: Yeah, a ton of implications definitely for the tournament and the Big Ten tournament as well. Uh, Minnesota, obviously, in Big Ten play, they haven't looked the greatest. Rutgers, they've looked pretty good overall, but in Big Ten play, they've seemed to struggle as of late. Uh, Yeah, give me Minnesota still winning this game. I think it should be a very close game. I think both these teams have a caliber to make it to the top 25. But uh, whoever wins this game will definitely boost their chances to make it there. I think Minnesota will bounce back into the top 25 next week, but they got to win this game right here.
0: Yeah. Um, Rutgers is playing at home. You know, Rutgers is almost
1: unstoppable at home. I got the home team. Yeah. Should be a very good game to watch. And finally, another Pac-12 game to close out the slate. Washington State takes on Oregon. A pretty top-heavy matchup. Oregon, this is the first time they've played in a while, it seems. And uh, Washington State, Coming off a good win against Washington over this weekend. What do you win this final Pac-12 matchup right here?
0: Yeah, rounding out tonight. I got Washington here and your boy Ro Richardson. He's he's starting to practice.
1: Oh, he is. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful sight. Uh yeah, give me Oregon winning this game as well. Uh yeah, it's just a matter of time now until he comes back. I was thinking about it. I was gonna mention something saying he's his time's coming back soon. Once he comes back, Oregon gotta watch out for him, especially in Pac-12 tournament play. This team will be a somewhat low seed because, obviously, it looks like well, – I mean, there's still plenty of games left, don't get me wrong. But UCLA seems to be running away with it, like I just said. But uh, you never know. Oregon can definitely be a dark horse in the Pac-12 and maybe have a chance to make it to the tournament. I mean, just keep in mind, this team was ranked for a while and a couple weeks uh, earlier this season. But uh, once Quest Duarte and Willerson start playing together, it could be a scary sight to watch out for.
0: hmm And that concludes today's episode. Obviously, very short one.
1: And yeah. Yeah, I mean, not too much going on, uh, with breaking news, obviously. But uh, Slate looks pretty good. And uh obviously as we transition towards the weekend, uh I'm very excited for this weekend, especially. Uh per usual. But uh regardless, these this these two days are pretty good and a couple very high major games here with some pretty good implications for the tournament and seating and all that good stuff. So uh pretty good day to watch for college basketball and tomorrow as well. But all in all pretty good episode and uh just looking forward to some games later tonight.
0: Mhm. And tomorrow will mark 6 6 weeks until March madness begins. and It's going by quickly.
1: Yeah, it's going by very quickly and uh as we get ready for March, we got a lot of stuff coming in mind and uh might have to might have to debut something pretty soon, uh aka the uh the gift that came in from Amazon, but uh we'll definitely see what happens. We're still working out where we're going to put it because it's pretty massive i'm not going to spoil what it is just yet but it's a pretty big uh thing we got for the studio but uh yeah i mean a lot of stuff coming and we're just very excited as we progress towards march so uh yeah i mean that's all we got for today's episode thank you guys for watching and it's always march it's always march baby thank you guys for tuning in
0: follow the Road to madness podcast on instagram twitter and tiktok at the rtm underscore podcast thank you for listening and it's always march